and welcome to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. I'm Stephanie Johnston, your host and founder of the Journey to Health and Happiness. I'm a former corporate ladder climber turned health coach on a mission to lead women ready to step to the edge of their lives to welcome in more fulfillment, more health, and most importantly, more joy in their midlife. Each week, I'll be bringing you juicy conversations with incredible women who are stepping to the edge of their lives, rebelling against the narrative, and bravely going after what they desire in their work and their lives. I'll also be dropping in here solo to share thoughts and practical tips to encourage you to activate more health, happiness, and joy in your life. If you're ready to step to the edge, if you're desiring more out of this season of life, I invite you to stick around. I'm so glad you're here. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. I'm Steph Johnston, your host, and I'm so excited to have you here with me today. Consider this quote from Danielle Laporte for a second. When you get clear on how you want to feel, the pursuit itself will become more satisfying. Imagine getting clear on how you want to feel in your life. Imagine the result of knowing how you desire to feel and how the empowerment of that will feel. Imagine the feeling of being empowered to generate those feelings more often. Doesn't that sound amazing? In this episode, I'd love to share with you a snapshot of how I select my word of the year, my core desired feeling. This is a workshop that I often will teach both in person and online. You can check out my website, www.steppingtotheedge.com for more information about upcoming events. But what I desire to do today in this episode of the podcast is to give you an abridged version. We are in the beginning of 2023. This is a new year, a fresh chapter, and I want to offer this gift, this gift of the word of the year. It has been so impactful for me. I was first exposed to this episode of choosing a word of the year back in 2019. A friend posted it on her social media, and I thought it was a cool concept. At the time, that's kind of where I left it. To be honest, I'm not sure I even went so far as to choose a word for myself. And if I did, I, I, I don't remember what word I chose. Then in 2020, I was introduced to Danielle Laporte's book, The Desire Map Experience. Have you ever read a book that profoundly impacted how you choose to live your life? This was that book for me. This book had such a profound effect on me that I became a licensed desire map facilitator. The book was a suggested read by a coach and mentor at the time. And from the start, I was hooked. If you haven't read the book, I encourage you to head to your local library or download a copy on Audible. It's so good. I would suggest that the desire map experience is more than just a book or a program or a workshop. It's a way of life. I know that sounds totally hokey, but I promise, listen through to the end of this episode. You'll hopefully understand by the end what I mean. When you get clear on how you want to feel in everything in your life and then set goals or intentions to match those feelings, everything falls into place and becomes more fulfilling. It may sound esoteric or even a little woohoo, but stick with me. This is going to be fun. But before we dig into how to select your word of the year, I think it's important to share some of the reasons why choosing a word of the year can be a powerful experience. 
your word of the year sets an intention. If resolutions are rigid rules to accomplish a goal, choosing a word of the year can be a guide for decisions and a gentle reminder to stay on course. I just want to pause here for a moment and reiterate. If you have been following along with me for a while, maybe listening to the podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that I am not a fan of resolutions. I love to set goals and there's something just about resolution setting at the beginning of the year that I all too often see end in shame and disappointment. For more on my thoughts about resolutions, I invite you to listen into last week's episode if you haven't already. There, I share some fun facts about resolutions and I propose an alternative approach. In short, I'm not a fan of resolutions and I pour all the tea in that episode. But for now, let's get back to desire mapping and choosing a word of the year. Picking a word of the year can bring clarity and focus to who you want to become and what you want to accomplish in life. A carefully chosen word is a type of mental mentor, a reminder to help us stay motivated as we progress towards our goals throughout the year. Words have power. A power, a word can have a significant impact on our mental health and can guide the choices we make. Let me show you what I mean. If you are able, I invite you to pull out a piece of paper and a pen. If you're anything like me, it's probably a colored pen or a sparkly pen. Given the option, if I had to choose a personal color, it would most likely be sparkle. But that's a conversation for another day. If you need to pause this episode to grab those things, go ahead and do that, but be sure to come back. We're diving into all the good stuff. Even better, I would offer a listen through now, and then when you're ready to sit down with your pen and paper, find a space that feels really cozy to you. Listen again and allow yourself the time to complete these exercises. Okay, are you ready? Let's begin with where desire mapping and choosing a word of the year is different from most New Year's rituals and practices. So have you ever sat down on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day and written a list of things you want to accomplish for the year? Maybe a list of goals. Has it ever felt like a laundry list? You know, buy a new laptop, plan a family vacation, update the master bedroom, finish wallpapering the office, organize the closets, reset my office, offer a new program. I mean, you can go on and on. Ugh. Talk about an activity that is draining. Instead, we're going to ground into how we want to feel. First, with that pen and paper you've grabbed, I'd like you to write down a list of words, feeling words, positive feeling words, describing how you most desire to feel this year. Don't overthink it. Write down anything that comes to mind. Joy, gratitude, generosity, happy, bliss, confident calm, peace, positivity, anything that comes to mind. This can be a single word or a string of words. It's whatever comes up for you. Give yourself a few minutes. Now is a good place to pause if you're listening through on the second time. Give yourself the space to write down everything that comes to mind. Don't overthink it. Don't stop. Just flow. Allow this to be a free flow exercise. Think about how you want to feel in the major areas of your life. How do you want to feel in your health? in your relationships, in your work. Fill out the page if you can. Nothing silly, nothing is off limits. You're not going to have to share this list with anyone. This exercise is just for you. Now, 
Once you have your list, I want you to read each word out loud to yourself. Read them a couple of times each. Maybe you've written down bliss. Say it out loud. Bliss. Bliss. How does it make you feel? Which of the words that you read out loud resonate with you? Which ones generate a feeling, a positive feeling? Do you like the feeling that's being generated as you read that word out loud, as you say it out loud? Do you hear a difference in the tone of your voice? Do you feel excited when you read the word? Do you smile when you read the word? The goal here is to identify words on your list that generate a feeling for you, a positive feeling, words that stir something within you. Circle the words that you feel most drawn to as you read them out loud. The intention here is to begin to narrow your list. Perhaps you started with 50 words and now you're narrowing it down to about 10 or so. These 10 words should excite you. They should fire you up, maybe even trigger you a little bit, but in a totally good way. Once your list is down to about 10, I want you to look up the meanings of each of these words in the dictionary. Read through each meaning. Read them out loud. Listen as you speak the words. How does it make you feel? Does the definition resonate with you? If not, is there a synonym that feels more correct for you? This part of the exercise will take a little time, so allow yourself that space. Remember, words have power, and you'll want to choose what feels best for you. Something that resonates and is going to stick through the entire year. As you review the meaning of each word, cross those off your list that no longer resonate. Narrow your list down. At this point, your goal is to get your list down to that one single word or that saying, that one string of words, that word that you may have even started off this exercise with. I've had that experience actually where I have gone through this exercise and the first word that I wrote down is ultimately the word that I come back to. It may just come to you as you work through the exercise. In my experience, it's suddenly like the word is written in bold on the page and the other words just seem to fade into the background. Once you've selected your word, read it out loud to yourself. Say it over and over. How does it make you feel? Does the possibility of feeling this way inspire you, excite you? If yes, then you've got your word. Congratulations. If not, no worries. Return to the list. Continue to review the definitions and synonyms. Your word is out there. Trust the process. But now you've got your word and you may be asking yourself, okay, now what? So I picked a word. What do I do with it? The word you picked, this feeling word, let's call it your core desired feeling. This is how you most desire to feel in the coming year. I'll share with you that the word I have chosen is magic. I desire to feel magic. I desire to create magic and I desire to experience magic. Knowing that I desire to feel magic as much as possible in the coming year, I will use this word to navigate my decisions as often as possible. What do I mean by that? Okay, here's an example. You're invited to attend a conference for a, build, a business that you're building. Maybe it's a side hustle or a full-time business. There will be lots of people in attendance, many of whom you haven't seen in a long time. There will be product reveals, personal development opportunities, and the chance to travel to a city you've never been to. You'll be away from your family for a couple of days and may even need to request time off if you also work a full-time job. Pause there. Ask yourself, 
when I consider attending this event, what do I feel? What comes up for me? Do I believe that attending this event will generate my core desired feeling? In my example, will I experience and feel magic? Use your selected word to guide you, to help you choose. It should be a simple heck yes or a no. Yes, that experience will generate the feelings I most desire to experience. Or no, that does not sound like an experience that will generate the feelings I desire. I'm also feeling really drawn at this moment to remind you that no is a complete sentence. When declining an invitation or an opportunity, you do not need to justify your decision. You get to choose. No is a complete and a full sentence. In my experience of leading with my word of the year, I feel empowered. I have a clear guidance system to choose the activities and opportunities that will most often generate my core desired feeling. And yes, I get it. If you are rolling your eyes right now and thinking that there's always going to be stuff that we need to do, stuff that we don't desire to do, whether that is things at work or chores at home. But I will also challenge you that in those moments when you're assigned a task that doesn't fire you up, is there something you can do while still completing that assigned assigned task that would generate your core desired feeling? For example, let's imagine that you are assigned a project at work that is dull. It is not in your zone of genius. You understand the project is necessary and you are just not feeling lit up by it. Pause and ask yourself, how in this moment, in this experience, can I generate my core desired feeling? Let's say your word of the year is fun. How could you bring fun into this project? Could you partner with a coworker that makes you laugh? Could you introduce a fun connection activity at the beginning of each status update meeting? Sometimes being clear on how we desire to feel means creating that feeling for ourselves. Don't wait for the feeling and then take action generate the feeling. Okay, let's pause. How are you feeling now? Are you excited to choose your word of the year? Are you inspired to get clear on how you most desire to feel this year? I hope so. And I would love to hear from you. I invite you to come over to Instagram and drop me a DM. What word have you selected? Why did you choose it? I always love to hear what words other people have chosen. It's so fun and it's so inspiring and motivating for me. I just love it. And as I said at the beginning of this episode, this is very much an abridged version of this exercise. Definitely the experience of a desire map experience is one that you know, I teach over a three hour period in some cases, there's a 90 minute version. And so for a more in-depth experience, I invite you to reach out to me directly or check my website for details on upcoming events. I have lots planned for us in 2023, and I am so excited for us to be able to get together in person, in real life, and also virtually online. So as we head into the new year, I am being guided by my word of the year, magic. I am committed to experiencing magic and creating magical moments for those I am in relationship with. It is my intention for you to feel the magic through this podcast, in my social media, and through the programs and offers I will share this year. I invite you to be part of that magic. 2023 is going to be just that magic. 
Thank you for being here with me today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and are inspired to now choose your word of the year. I always encourage you to step bravely forward. Take action today in the direction of your dreams. Step to your edge and allow yourself to fly. Until next time, my friend, I am sending much love. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And it would truly mean the world to me if you would pause for just a second, give me a five-star rating and review. Then be sure to share this episode with a woman you know will be inspired to step to the edge of her life after hearing this message. That's how we get this message out to more women around the world. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, hit me up on Instagram at Stepping to the Edge. Or check out my website at www.steppingtotheedge.com to discover all the ways we can work together. Thank you for being part of this mission. And until next time, I encourage you to go out there and bravely step to the edge of your life and do something for yourself today that will bring you more joy, more health, and more fulfillment.